This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks, rides, shows, attractions. If it happens in a theme park, it happens here on Annual Pass. I'm your host, Jack Patillo, and of course, joining me, as always, is my lovely, talented, beautiful co-host, BK. Hi, Beaks. Hello, Jack. How are you this morning? I'm doing fabulous. What about yourself? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. You know, It's been like very muggy in Austin yeah, the last few days. And it's gross. very, very gross. Super <laughs> humid, which actually makes sense because today we're going to be talking about an attraction that takes place on the water. But anyway, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Real quick, some housekeeping. Don't forget to follow us on all the social media stuff. We are annual underscore pass over on Twitter and on Instagram. Annual pass pod over on TikTok. And you can, of course, watch us at YouTube.com slash annual pass. That's where you can see our video version of the podcast you can see our faces and anytime we talk about images probably throw it up there as well and also shorts and all bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff so go over there subscribe check it out also make sure to grab some merch at the store store.roosteeth.com i'm rocking the this is my theme park t-shirt Obsessed. which apparently the twins jessica and jennifer they were rocking it at uh at magic kingdom the other day or maybe hollywood studios and they got to be in the parade they got to be like the the parade ambassadors oh so cool for the day because they were rocking the shirt they're like that's a cool shirt you want to be in the thing and they're like heck yeah ah, so, awesome anyway very very cool also uh what's going on right now so we're recording this on march 22nd right now and i will say yesterday march 21st was registration for the wine and dine weekend Ooh. which is going to be in november of this year so wine that, that for rope drop run club shout out to those guys uh yeah so I, it sounds like most of the people who are trying to get into into that race managed to get in so that's good oh, nice. and uh don't forget next month in april april 11th which I think this episode's going to come out. So it's basically next week. This this episode's coming out on the 5th. April 11th is registration for Disney Marathon Week in 2024, which includes the 5K, the marathon, the half, the 10K, oh, whichever you want to do. I'm just saying. You're just staring at me. I'm pretty sure uh, Ben Lexa and uh, B. Cakesla, I don't know how to B. say Cakes. it, uh, said you're going to be doing at least the 5K, right? Right, Ben Lexa? Yeah. 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 Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be up early registering for that on the 11th. So that's next week if you're listening to this podcast oh live gosh. right now, which is so pretty wild. Yeah, next week uh, the next podcast you'll hear will be the day after registration happens. So hopefully we all got it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out. It's tough. So anyway, all right. Well, let's let's dive into today's episode. So today we are talking about a universal attraction, a defunct universal attraction. As a matter of fact, there is a defunct land episode on this attraction. We're talking about Jaws the ride i watched some trailers for jaws the movie that those trailers were amazing oh yeah because like they didn't really like it was before they kind of really showed a lot of footage it was more like just describing like this predator that could destroy the planet it's like what is going on obviously we don't know what jaws is jaws is a movie that came out in the 70s uh it was directed by steven spielberg it was known as the very first summer blockbuster kind of changed the face of filmmaking in general because now summer tentpoles, big movies started coming out in the summer. Uh, people would save movies for the summer that then they would be bigger and so forth and so on. It was like Star Wars, Jaws, mm-hmm. Combo Wombo, kind of like destroyed everything as far as <laughs> filmmaking goes. Um, so that, you know, means to be said, Jaws popped up at Universal Studios Hollywood on their Backlot Tour. So the Backlot Tour, they have a little portion where you actually kind of go through like a little Amity area. Amity is the location of where Jaws takes place. And um, 
in this little tour, like tour guys like pointing out like boats and stuff, and you see a fin off in the distance moving. It's like, uh oh, and then Jaws pops up next to your tram car and like sprays water and bounces around and stuff. It's it's been part of the the backlot tour since since the early or maybe the late seventies, maybe an early eighties. Oh wow! And uh, so it's been around forever. Still there today. And okay, so cool. it, it's funny. Uh, I was watching some uh, some like theme park history did a great video on Jaws and Defunctland did a great video, but the uh, the the original Jaws that popped up on the backlot tour has these like giant fake teeth. Teeth that just look horrible. They don't look good. <laughs> no, oh, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but anyway, they, they've since made it look more realistic and stuff. But so back in 1990, they were looking. Universal Studios was opening up Universal Studios Orlando, and of course, they were opening up a bunch of attractions. And there were about three or four real big main attractions that kind of opened, which were Confrontation, which we've talked about in the mm-hmm. past. I love that attraction. Uh, Earthquake, which became Earthquake. Disaster, which I also love. Uh, there was the the gory, gruesome, and grotesque makeup show, yes. which I love. It's now the horror makeup show, still there now. Animal Actor Stage was there. There was the Psycho House. They had like a a, model, like a, a replica of the Psycho really? House in the Bates Motel. Oh, um, so cool. I want to say the Hanna-Barbera 3D show was there. Ain't no way. Yeah. Yeah, do you, did you do you know about that one? Or are no. you so Hannah, so before the very okay? You know where uh, Minions is right now? Yes. So it, it's like the you know Despicable Me, uh-huh. Mini Mayhem. So before it was that it was Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, right. I remember Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. And before that, it was the Hanna Barbera something tour. I forget the what? Ben Lex, are, Is it the Fantastic World of Hanna Barbera? That's it. Yeah. Ooh. So it was basically the Flintstones, the Jetsons. It was uh, like Muttley um, and uh, God, who's the. Anyway, it was, a, it was a bunch of Hanna Barbera characters. Cool. I'm seeing Freddie Flintstone. Uh, Did you see Freddie Freddie Flintstone? Sorry, I'm looking my at my like, boy Freddie Flintstone. I'm sorry, my Ben Lex is George, broken right George now. George Jetson. Yo, I'm looking at like eight different Georgie names. Georgie Jetson. My brain just got all blunt, like jumbled. <laughs> Freddie Flintstone. Georgie Jetson. Huckleberry. Yogi Bear. The Flintstones. The Jetsons. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. Wow. <laughs> I like Freddie Flintstone. I looked at, at all of the characters and my brain just like short circuited. His boy Elroy. Anyway, that's where a Despicable Me is now, uh, oh. and across you know across from it, the uh, actually now it, it was Shrek, and yeah. now it's about to be uh, uh, villain. What is it? Uh, Minions Villain Con or whatever it's going to so be gonna called. So it's going to be like Dublé Minions in the front now. Yeah, yeah. It's basically it's going to be like a little Minion Land kind of right when you walk in because you're going to have Despicable Me, you're going to have the new Minions attraction right across from it, and the Monsters Restaurant is now being converted to a Minions Restaurant. So it's like a little Minions area right there we'll see if they do more as far as facades and whatnot because mm. right now they're like two big gray buildings and a restaurant right. anyway we're, we're straying away so uh, <laughs> really quickly oh gosh i, I, I realized why i said freddie it's because i was looking at a sentence that the follow-up it was one of the first three simulator ride attractions to be built in soundstage 42 at universal studios followed by jimmy neutron's nicktoon blast and now despicable me there you yes. go so jimmy flintstone the, uh, the actual attraction itself hasn't really changed. It's, it's always been like this little kind of four-seater platforms okay. that move around. So like it hasn't changed. It's just been different movies, just different, different IPs so. and stuff. Got it. Got All it. right. So Universal opened up back in 1990. I want to say June 7th, 1990 was opening day for Universal Studios. Big opening attraction where they had Steven Spielberg and a bunch of celebrities were out there. But, you know, Spielberg, obviously, he was a creative, uh, not influence, creative uh, consultant advisor on Universal mm-hmm. Studios. Even to this day, he still gets a cut of anything that Universal makes, which is like as far as tickets 
ticket sales go, which is well, I mean, wild. He got a couple rides up in there, so it makes sense. We've, well, we've talked about Spielberg uh, in the past as far as like when the mummy kind of took out, uh, you know, uh, confrontation and sort of like E.T. getting removed. Or the mummy replaced E.T. in Hollywood and Spielberg wasn't happy about that and threatened to be like, all right, I'm going to pull all my IP out of your parks. And anyway, uh, so Spielberg was there and the other attraction that was open was Jaws the Ride. And so this was going to be the big one. This was like a really longer attraction. All the big attractions had issues opening day. So confrontation, earthquake had issues. All that being said, Jaws was the worst offender of all of them. So uh, really, yeah. (laughs) So uh, okay, I've got some stuff from uh, Wikipedia and various articles all over the place. So the original ride was designed by MCA Universal Planning and Development in association with Ride and Show Engineering Incorporated. Ride and Show is a separate company which designed the original tour scene. So they were the ones who designed the scene out in California. Uh, The backlog. Spielberg, uh, who directed the film in the series also served as a creative consultant for the ride. Nice. So, uh, yeah, when it opened up, basically, uh, I think riding shows sort of bit off a little bit more than they could chew. No no pun intended. And uh, <laughs> they, this was a, a massive undertaking because they had, like, giant show scenes. They had big animatronics that were underwater. They had to b- replicate and do stuff over and over again. And it kept breaking down. Kept breaking down. Um, one interesting thing is in the original show. So you, did you ride Jaws before it shut down? Yes. Okay. So the original show, one of the very first things is you round a corner, mm-hmm. just kind of like a point with a lighthouse, and you round a corner. And uh, now it's a it's a boat sinking. And I want so I think the boat sinking was part of the original show. But then Jaws pops up. You see him. You see the fin in the distance. Yeah. And he pops up and he sprays water to you and stuff. And like the the you know the, the and I pee my pants because I'm terrified. <laughs> the tour guide like shoots a, a rocket cannon at him and stuff like that. Boom. In the original show, Jaws pops up out of the water and actually bites the ship you're on and basically it kind of like it's close to it, it, it and kind of and bites it and then shifts the whole yeah. thing around and it's like you, apparently it moves you like 90 or 180 you degrees like that the shifts boat you is around. not safe yeah and so but the way the animatronic was designed it actually kind of clamped on to like the pontoon of the boat but some genius decided hey let's use real shark teeth for the animatronic so they had actual Wait, what they had real shark teeth and the original animatronics that bit the boat. And because of that, it started destroying the boats because it literally was biting the boats. Oh, my God. It started tearing them apart. <laughs> awesome. Uh, That's such a cool fact. Yeah. And so uh, then the, the, the show uh, mainly cons- it was pretty much the same, except towards the end uh, in the in the later versions of the show, uh, Jaws would pop up, bite an electrical cable and get shocked to death. Mm-hmm. The original version of the show, which only ran for like maybe six months, uh, the like the jaws popped up and your tour guide shot at them and hits them and they explode in a spray of bloody water and parts. And so there's like literally chunks of shark flying in the air and bloody water, which really freaked out a lot of people. Yeah, surprisingly. I, I would not. Baby me would have been absolutely terrified. I was already traumatized by that movie as a kid. <laughs> I like going on that ride was like a horror ride for me. Yeah. So yeah. I can't imagine my tour guide shooting it and exploding with bits everywhere. Yeah. And apparently people would freak out because it's like, oh, my God, I got shark blood on me. Like it's because it's if you're, you're immersed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, needless to say, that didn't work out well. As a matter of fact, <laughs> in uh, in July of 1990, so only 
only a month after it had been opened, a 39-year-old man from Sicklerville, New Jersey, fell into the water no. after apparently a piece of the railing of the ship gave way. He fell in oh. towards the finale scene, apparently, and managed to, like, just not get into the, like, the animatronics and stuff. Like, apparently he fell into, like, the one scene that was, like, a bigger, deeper portion of it. Oh, my gosh. Um, and just got lucky. He eventually got back up on the boat, and apparently, supposedly, this is allegedly, the, the people on the boat cheered because they assumed it was part of the show. Oh, this was it. Um, He's a paid actor. <laughs> but also, there there's some articles I read that basically, the, like, he had two kids with him, and apparently the kids were like, oh, my God, Jaws is eating my daddy. And oh, like, my God. Yeah, it's it was a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, he sued the park for a million dollars, and I'm not sure if he, if he won that. I'm assuming he probably like settled he probably out of court, did. you know. But they gave him some monies there. That's a, that's traumatic, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's that's pretty significant. So, uh, <laughs> not a cool thing to happen. On no, a, on opening. What what attraction would be the worst thing aside from like a roller coaster? What would be the worst attraction to fall out of? And like, I'm not saying like bodily harm, but I mean like, where would you, where would you be? The, that rapids ride. Oh, which one? Uh, any of oh, them? Oh, like Grizzly River Run. Yeah, or, any or of them when you're Bill in Pratt the boat barges. and it's like water just. Psh- Going. Are you talking about like a log flume like Splash Mountain? Or are you no, talking? No, I'm talking about you're sitting in the circle. The big, oh yeah, yeah. And okay. you're floating and like it's it's rapidy. Yeah. I, I, Those would be bad. I'm news small. To fall out of. I would just be lost in the sauce, and then here would come <laughs> another float of like a bunch of people. Yeah. I'd just be like holding on to dear life. I disagree. I say rip ride rocket. I just don't want to go out to finger eleven. Come on, you sabotage. You like round. You beep, round a beep, hill. Beep, go beep, sail. Beep, anyway. Beep, beep. Oh my gosh. All right. So uh, bad news for that. So lots of issues. Oh man. When when the park first opened, uh, with Jaws and uh, all kinds of of big problems. So after that, so uh, following following the summer opening of the park, Universal temporarily shut down the ride in August of 1990. So it was open from June until August. So basically two months. Two months, yeah. And uh, they then Universal then sued Ride and Show Engineering, the guys who made oh. the attraction, uh, for failing to properly design the ride is what they said. So I mean, valid. I mean, you yeah. contract a third party and the ride is breaking down. I get it. Yeah, it's estimated this attraction cost about $40 million, which back in... Wow. 1990 was a significant chunk of change. Yeah. It was also one of the anchors of the park. Literally, Jaws That's is on all of the original logos of yeah. the park. You know, it's like, oh, everyone wants to go see Jaws. It's Bill Bergies. Yeah. It, it's his baby. Um, <laughs> so Universal then collaborated with Totally Fun Company, iTech Entertainment, Intamin, which is a roller coaster company, okay. and Oceaneering International. Oceaneering. So we've talked about them in the past. I wonder if they say they designed another track. Like, it was something like... It was like Hulk or something. It was some weird thing. Or maybe maybe it was the uh, the scoop vehicles from um, from Spider Man and mm. and Transformers and kind of that you know that I think they worked on something like that. Ben Lexi, do you want to double check on that? What what Oceaneer, Oceaneering International made for me, please? I, I feel like with the name Oceaneering, it sounds like they're like a water ride people. That was the thing. So they weren't known for making attractions. They're not a theme park company at all. They're literally a company that makes stuff for underwater. Like they they make you know like submersibles and oh, okay. equipment for doing things underwater. So it's like, hey, we're building an underwater attraction. Called, it's Jaws, and we need giant robots that move around underwater a right. whole lot. And also, one of the issues they had was the fact that the you know the these were large animatronics. They were meant yeah. to be shark sized, so they would move at speed underwater. But when you move, if you, you know, if you ever had your hand under like in a swimming pool, you move it, you've got drag. Yeah, because of you know because of the water, you're literally pushing water out of the way, and a lot of that comes into play. And so, Oceaneering International knew that how to work around that and stuff. Ben, do you have do you have an answer for me? What I they, don't have anything direct. 
correct, but uh, what I'm finding on Wikipedia is there's five rides associated with them, and I think they all tie into what you mentioned. It's uh, The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, okay. The Simpsons ride, Transformers the ride 3D. I would assume it's the, the actual ride the cart. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So anyway, so they ended up working on that too. So the kind of like a weird spur of their company. Interesting. They did this other thing. So uh, yeah, they so all of those companies together basically rebuilt the attraction. Like okay. they, they kept the general. I mean, the, the path was already built. Right. I mean, the that's, story. The, yeah. the The framework was there. Yeah. Uh, they got rid of of Jaws biting the boat. Obviously, very yeah, important. But so cool. I'm yeah. kind of upset that that's gone. If I'm being honest, you can, there's some videos out there. People wrote. I mean, again, it was only open for two months. So uh, so they got rid of that. Got rid of Jaws biting the boat. Got rid of the exploding shark at the end <laughs> and then uh, replace the the beginning I think with just Jaws kind of popping up and startling you and whatnot and then at the very end again he bites an electrical cable which I think was the end of Jaws 2 maybe or maybe yeah Jaws 1 he they blow him up yeah. so I think it was Jaws 2 or 3 where he then Jaws bites the cable and gets all shocked and uh, <laughs> they replaced so I mean, you you rode that version of it, yes. and so uh, and so did I, and so that's the one where at the end you have the crispy shark, mm-hmm. you know, and then he like pops up again and like give one last startle, and it <laughs> smells like like burnt. Sh- it's gross. Meat. It does yeah. smell nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, so that was the, that was the final version of the attraction. That's the one that lived on forever, and so it was a very 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 popular attraction. People love that thing. It was uh, it was. Um, you know, it, it was kind of it was a landmark. You know, it was the first sort of water attraction of that nature, right? And also really kind of showcased Universal's a little bit edgier sort of content they had in parks. You know, people are totally. used to it, like you know Disney, where it's like Pirates of the Caribbean right. and Small World, like that's our water rides. It's like, no, here's a shark is going to get you. Totally. <laughs> so also it being like really close to like the movie in a sense of like the way they like tease the shark yeah, and like yeah. scare you. Like I feel like the big thing about the film was like you didn't really see Baby Bruce till like yeah. it was in your face and you're gonna like die yeah, yeah so to have a ride where it's like hey yeah you're kind of like in the version of the movie this shark is gonna get you like be careful i i love that I love yeah that. It, it was great uh there's and also too the one thing i really loved about this attraction that a lot of attractions when they opened had was it had a tour guide with you yes it yeah. had a cast member who was driving the boat and giving the tour because the whole idea was it was supposed to be i think it was captain jake's like tours of amity island mm. and so you're going around this island it's like oh look there's you know there's not Quint's house. It was a uh, 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 Hopper, I think, or, or what's what's the, the? You said Harper, Hopper, and I just thought of Stranger Things. Yeah, so no, my brain is screwed now. The, the sheriff, the one uh, that was Roy Schneider <laughs> in the movie. Hopper is still a sheriff in Stranger Things. This is not helping. <laughs> the answer is obviously Freddie Flintstone. That's it, Freddie Flintstone. <laughs> No, it was uh, Roy Schneider played the character in the movie Jaws. He was uh, the. I'm not. I'm not padding for time as I open IMDb. I'm horrible. Brody, Brody, Sheriff Brody. Okay, there we go. Uh, and so he, they, you see, like Sheriff Brody's, uh, you know, house, and they see like the mayor and a bunch of other people's houses and stuff. And there's a lighthouse. And then as you're going towards the lighthouse, that's when the radio pops on. It's like I think it's Gordon is the name of the person. He's like, oh, we're we've been hit by something. We're not sure what it is. Ah, and then it cuts out and your tour guide reacts to it you round the corner and then you see that sinking ship and it's like oh that's not good and the whole idea is like this is where the shark attacks were in the 70s like Mm -hmm. 19 like there hasn't been a shark attack since 1978 and then you see a fin off in the distance and uh you know even the tour guide had he's jokingly or they're jokingly talking about like they have a they have a gun just in case sharks pop up hee hee but that never happens yeah and then the first time so like they see the shark fin they panic pull the gun out they're looking at it and as they look at it it fires it hits the water so the idea is like oh my gosh like they had actually it's a real working it's gun it's an actual gun it's a prop it's a prop don't worry kids and then uh, then they're like oh it actually works and they take a shot and they miss the shark and so from there 
you move on into probably my favorite scene, which is inside the boathouse. Because mm, yes. the idea is like, oh, we'll hide from the shark in a boathouse. Doesn't make a lot of sense There's because water. sharks are underwater and they don't see above land. So you go into a dark boathouse. And one of the coolest things is your tour guide then has that light. So all the lights go out and they have like a like a giant like handheld light. And that's like pretty much the only light in the whole scene is just what the, the tour guide is showing you. And there's fog effects in there and smoke. And then, of course, like you, the wall opens up and Jaws pops up mm-hmm. inside the boathouse. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And you panic and you go away. And then, um, again, you're fighting with like the, the tour guide's like, well, let's get you out of here. Because uh, there's like a dock. He's like, okay, we're going to get you out of here quicker. And uh, they're going to head towards the dock. And then, of course, Jaws pops up. He fires. They they, they miss. And they hit a big gas station. Blow up blow everything. everything. There's yeah. fire everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Yeah, and I love that. And like, fire on water is so cool. And that'll come back into play in a little bit. And then, of course, you, like, you, so you, you go through the fire. And then you round the corner again. And he's like, all right, this is it. And then Jaws pops up and bites an electrical cable over by near the fire and stuff. Gets shocked to death. And then, you know, crispy Jaws pops up at the end. And it's just like, <laughs> and then everyone cheers. Yeah, it it is a ride, though, that everyone cheers at the end. Like, it's one of those where you're like, yeah! Well, it's so important, too, to have a good skipper. Like, that was the thing. It's like like every ride that has a tour guide, it was so important that you had someone who gave a damn. You know? Mm -hmm, It's like, like I love doing the Backlot Tour when I was there because I I put my heart into every single show. And uh, even, like, you know, great movie rides, same deal in, like... There was, I mean, I, you know, like you work with some people that are kind of just going through the motions and I always felt right. bad anytime we had guests on those attractions and I was like, oh no, like they're not going to have the best show. And so, uh, anyway, all that being said, there's actually a really, really cool Reddit AMA with a former skipper from oh, Jaws. Really? It's about eight years old now, cool, but there, there was a, a skipper on there. He's like, I'll like, answer any question. And they talk about all kinds of fun stuff and like behind the scenes stuff. Sick. Don't have a lot of time to get into all that, but, um, it's, it's really, really cool if you check it out. Highly recommend that. Yeah, we uh, can share the thread on socials. Yeah, yeah everybody see it if you want to read it. Yeah, that'd be great. So it's cool stuff in there. Talking about uh, one of their one of their favorite stories was uh, at one point they ended up becoming a manager at the attraction. This this person who they AMA. And uh, they were they were at dock, and they looked back, and there was a boat coming. They were all cheering, but there was no skipper, and they were like, "Uh, what?" And the skipper pops up, bloodied face. And like blood on their shirt and like what the heck happened apparently they were a newer cast member over there okay and uh they were really getting into it and when the shark popped up they reacted with a gun because it's not a real gun there's no kickback so they acted like it kicked and accidentally hit, hit themselves them in the, in the face oh my god <laughs> they hit themselves in the face and uh and then cut their head and like bloodied their head and uh even in that thread on on the on the ama uh that cast member responded to him was like oh that was me oh here's a photo and they still have the shirt that's covered in blood they haven't washed it oh which is my God. super gross but that's okay gross but ca- i get it i kind of yeah. get it yeah it's, <laughs> it's also cool too because you i mean the fact that like this guy just kind of posted an ama and like people from the attraction responded to yeah. it there's a lot of camaraderie there a lot of love there as a matter of fact our friend alicia stella from theme park stop she worked at jaws no way yeah she i am super jealous of her because she worked at jaws and she worked at jungle cruise shut up which are like my two top faves yeah like- they're fantastic so anyway I tried to get her on the show, but it was the schedules weren't able to work out. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the future we'll get her back on. We'll talk oh, about cool. her experiences with the uh, Jungle Cruise and also Ooh, with, chatting with, with her Jaws. would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. What else? What else happened? Oh, yeah. One big thing that happened is sometime I want to say in the nineties. Uh, there was a uh, so they would take the ride down every year for maintenance where they drain the whole lagoon, clean it up and stuff because you have okay. animatronics you know, there. Algae too as well, yeah. Yeah, and uh, apparently there was a, a a tip off that there was stuff being spilled into the attraction. And sure enough, oil and other things from the various motors and whatnot were leaking into the ground. 
and uh, Universal got in a little trouble for that. So they then had to replace all of the oil with like natural oil and stuff. It was, to protect the environment. Yeah, obviously. yeah, very, very yeah. expensive uh, piece of uh, piece of issues Oof. there. So never good. Make sure to check your oil. Make sure it's not leaking into yeah. the water, especially when you have guests going through all the time. Totally. Uh, what else is going on? So uh, unfortunately, December second, two thousand and eleven. Universal Orlando announced the Jaws attraction and the entire Amity area of the park would be shutting down on January 2nd, 2012, the day before my birthday, oh, January 2nd. So and sad. Of course, we all know what replaced Jaws. I don't know. Nothing. Oh, all I No, all I don't know. Bees. Where is? Think about it. You, okay, you're walking. You walk into Universal Studios. I you go am. all the way down to New York Street. I'm make a right. I'm disappointing the pass holders Con now. Confrontation slash mummies on your left now. You round the corner. There's Beetlejuice Graveyard Review, which is now Fast and the Furious. Which uh, yeah, then, Fast and the Furious. Then, then you pass Earthquake, and then it became disaster. You pass that right in front of you. And there's Amity. There's Jaws. Right. What's there now? I don't know. Bruce is the only I'll thing there in a, a restaurant. Hint. There's a whole new like section of the park. Do, 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 do. Diagon Alley! Diagon Alley replaced. Oh, you're talking all about. Okay, okay, you gotta specify. It's not Diagon specify. Alley. Specify? It's not Diagon Alley. It's actually London. Okay. okay. That's true. That's what was confusing me. You mean where the <laughs> night car is? That's the what you're bus? telling me. Yeah, night yeah, bus. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. So uh, that whole area was Amity Island. And so. Um, <sighs> Yeah. Well, it, also to 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 be fair, uh -huh. there was a long span of time where nothing was there. Yeah, it took <laughs> it took a few years for that to open up. Uh, they, I mean, they because they had to completely level Jaws and then yeah, fill in everything and then build up a whole new section of uh, of the like, Wizarding so World. So to be fair, I went there often and there was quite literally nothing yeah. replacing. Yeah, I mean, you, you see a bunch of walls up I there. I just see basically. walls. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. So that uh that that replaced it obviously, and so there are little bits and pieces of Jaws still in the park though so uh one one of my favorite things is there is a restroom if you go past uh Diagon alley from the outside you go past a london where like creature pops up in the window and stuff there is a little restroom kind of situated in front of what used to be the uh uh fear factor theater yes kind of in that little corner it's like this little building by itself mm -hmm. for some reason the soundtrack for that building is still the old amity island soundtrack oh my god so it's all like it's like you know 70s and 80s like kind of like poppy kind of met like not metal like uh but like but, you know, poppy music and stuff like Beach Boys and mm -hmm. things like that. I guess that'd be 50s, 60s. But anyway, it's that kind of music. So it's that original soundtrack loop is still oh, there. Cool. And so I don't know why they left that one alone, but it's still there. Well, they still got Brucey Bruce out. Bruce so. is still over by the Fisherman's Wharf, over by Lombards. Uh, and also there is the uh, there is a bar where you can get a Jaws drink. Have you oh, seen that? Oh, cool. No, I haven't. So they have like a, it's like a, a specialty cocktail, and uh, they have a like a Jaws. It's like do do do, and they sh they basically have like blood in his mouth, which oh. is like some kind of red liquor, and they like. Shake it around the cup so it looks like he's like biting someone and his like blood going everywhere. So you can still get that. Um, there are so there is uh, there's some heads in Nocturne Alley, so the dark part of mm -hmm. uh, of Diagon Alley. Um, there's some like magical shrunken heads, and if you use your wand yes. to like make them do stuff, they'll start singing and they sing a song which is "Show Me the Way to Go Home," which is the song that uh, Brody, Quince, and uh, and Richard Dreyfus sing. And uh, at the end of Jaws. At the end. Yeah, so it's like them singing that song. So that's a cool little that's Easter egg, so too. That's so cool. Um, also, out front, there's a record shop. 
which I think I pointed this out to you when we were there last time. There's a record shop, and they actually have a record that is very prominently displayed. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Here's to Swimming with Bow-Legged Women, the Quint Trio, which is <laughs> something that Quint, who's Robert Shaw, that's, that's what he says in the movie. Oh, my god! And so that's out there, the Quint Trio, and Quint is the name of the character. Uh, uh, Hopper, that's what, or Hooper, excuse me. Qu- Hooper is Richard Dreyfuss's character. He's like the scientist guy. Uh, what else is there? Uh, there's another, um, there is a Jaws, uh, 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 what's not skeleton, uh, uh, jaw, like bone. Skull? Skull. Not is skull. it the head? It's like the teeth. It's like the, the big top, open the mouth. mouth uh, over, Jaw's jaw. Yeah, Jaw's jaw. In, in <laughs> apparently in Mr. Mulpepper's apothecary near the ice cream parlor, parlor. It's like behind some stuff. You can see it back there too. Uh, what else is going on? There's there's still things. Uh, there's still like Amity Island Lobster Company over by, by uh, Lombard. So there's still some like mm-hmm. signage and whatnot around. Uh, theme Park Stop actually has, uh, Orlando Park Stop has a, a video or a, a, like a video about it, like hidden stuff from Jaws. Uh, anyway, and also, of course, Bruce is still up there as well. You can take photos with him. Yes, I was actually curious in your many research. I was told, now this could have been a, ba- a lie to baby okay. me. Like this could have been like a, oh, my yeah. family's gassing it up. But I was told one of like the actual animatronics that was used from the movie was in one of the parks. And there's like a big thing that happened with them. Or is that like a fib? That's probably a fib, okay. I imagine. Because the animatronics they built for uh, for the movie, for, like Bruce, the original Bruce, they had mm-hmm. all kinds of issues with. And I it was like really like the first time they'd ever done anything like that. And so I imagine those were very rudimentary okay. things not meant to be used. I mean, literally, like these attractions went for, you know, years. It went for uh, well, almost almost 20 years before they shut it down or a little over 20 years before they shut it down. And so to have something replicate something over and over and over yeah. again has to be heavily engineered okay. to, uh, you know, like. Definitely my mom probably trying to get me more scared and then excited about the ride for sure. I mean, to be fair, so there used to be something called the Boneyard at Mm. Universal Orlando, Universal Studios in Orlando. Um, It's actually over across from where the... um, uh, Monsters Cafe used to be. Okay, yeah. It's kind of it's like that big plaza area in mm-hmm. front of the stage. There was there's thing called the Boneyard where they'd bring in props for movies and stuff. Okay. So Jaws may have ended up there at some point. Okay, like, maybe maybe like, then. I mean, that's like it. maybe a piece of it from the movie like was there. So it's like, hey, because you know a lot of people forget that you know Universal Studios and Disney MGM Studios now Hollywood Studios <laughs> they were supposed to be movie, movie studios. studios and it's like, hey, here's props. Here's how we make movies and stuff and. Everyone sort of drifted away from that. And now, like, the only bit of that left is, like, the animal actor stage and the horror makeup mm-hmm. show. It's like, oh, this is how we do stuff in film. And they kind of, well, cool. you know. But, like, even, you know, like, the like Disaster Earthquake was showing you how they made, like, special effects. It was, like, effects. special effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, really cool. Effects. And then uh, I love I loved that kind of stuff. That was my favorite bit. Like, the Backlot Tour. I love the Backlot Heck Tour. Yeah. I love seeing how films are made. So the <laughs> fact they changed it all is like, yeah, but uh, what else is going on here? So, uh, oh, yeah, one other thing. So during the, I want to say the mid-2000s, uh, there was a big storm that came through Florida, and, like, gas suddenly got very expensive. It was very tough to get things. And this attraction used a ton of propane because there was a lot of fire effects towards right. the end of the attraction. The so because of because of the cost of gas, Universal shut down Jaws <laughs> because apparently they spent about two million dollars a year just on propane oh to, keep, to keep everything up and running. And so uh, so they shut it down uh, for a, a good chunk of time and then they brought it back seasonally. But then people got so upset that it was always down. They're like, OK, they brought it back full time. So, nice. But yeah, that's that's one of those things you don't think about. It's like, oh, we have to supply gas for the fire for the Jaws ride. <laughs> Two million bucks. Like, what? What? Like, 
But then I think it's like, you know, when I worked at Great Movie Ride, we had the big flaming, uh, uh, the, the, the bank that catches on fire. Yeah. If, you were, if you were the, the bandit show, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a lot of fire. That's a lot of propane. You don't think about it. You're like, how much? Wait a second. Yeah. 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 It only happens for a little bit, but it's like, that's still a whole lot. Well, you know? a little bit. Uh, how many times a yeah. day? I mean, you could cook a lot of burgers on that thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else am I missing? I think that's pretty much it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, one other thing, too. Uh, this attraction opened up in Japan back in 2001. Really? So if you miss Jaws the Ride, you can go to Japan because it's still there. It's still there? It is still there and still running right now. Oh so just another reason for us to go to Japan. Yes. Yeah, so many things. We want to go see Stitch at the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, not Carousel of Progress, at the uh, Enchanted Tiki Room. I want to see Stitch over there. I want to mm -hmm. ride Jaws. I want to go on the classic stuff. Go see Back to the Future. I oh. think, I, mean, I, I don't know, Back. I think Back to the Future might still be running. I'm not 100% on that one. But anyway, uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty great. I mean, this is a really, really cool attraction. It was one of those, like, something about giant animatronics is just always Total really oh. impressive, you know? And I, I love it. And these come close to you, and they spit water at you and stuff. And again, like, the, the excitement and, like, the fear being in, like, the enclosed space, the darkness, yeah. and the sort of back and forth with a really excited, you know, tour guide and everything was, was always great. And you're, like, so close to the water. And, like, I don't know if you're like me where you're like, I, do, I need to know if it's a water ride <laughs> or if it's just a ride. Yeah, and, like, when yeah. you don't know and you take that first right on it you're like am i gonna get wet what's gonna happen oh no there's a shark yeah it's a lot it's a lot but it was a lot of fun and uh i, I miss this attraction a whole lot and i wish Me too. this would be definitely one if i could turn back time i'd go ride it a few for more times. sure i think the last time i got to go on it was when i was there for um a halloween horror nights oh wow and the ride was still functional but like in the i guess how, what do you call this? The boathouse the that's queue there or, in the oh, queue. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they like kind of like turned a lot of that into um, Camp Boggy Creek for uh -oh. Jason. I'm oh, pretty wow. sure that's okay. Jason. That's so cool. it had like the whole like summer camp vibe because that was the ride already. Yeah. And I was already scared out of my mind being there and all of a sudden the explosions are like going off in the background and you're like is it the house or is it the ride and, uh, so I'm, awesome. I'm here for anything spooky yeah and that's one thing too I, I forgot to mention the queue was actually really cool too because you go through like a boathouse and like yeah. kinda, and they have TV set up that are running uh, KWJ like the KWJWS or something like that and it's like it's them showing like oh it's like classic films and it's like here's stuff and it's kind of explaining what happened with Jaws and mm. I love that sort of kitschy like hey here's like welcome to our you know boathouse don't worry no sharks here like that kind of stuff <laughs> i love that stuff like those you don't really get that a lot in queues anymore like i'm thinking no. like, you know, like the jurassic park attraction had a really good video mm -hmm. like uh the river the river adventure had a really good video but you don't really see that as much anymore like, you don't see the monitors no overhead i guess like maybe despicable me has them where it's like you know keeping kids entertained e while waiting got them still i think et uh Not, yeah well yeah, yeah I mean, the, the outdoor queue does yeah, yeah. and then you, then you get an in interior queue and it's the steven spielberg yeah. yeah i was like i kind of miss those i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, here's some trivia. You know, before people had cell phones, they were playing the game where you do the card on your head or whatever. Mm -hmm, it was like mm -hmm. people would watch the videos in line. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's gonna do it for our look at Jaws. Uh, I, again, great, great attraction. Hopefully, we'll get some uh, we'll get some friends on to talk about the, uh, the yeah. attraction. I want to talk to more people about their experiences on on rides. And I whatnot. love chatting with homies. It's a lot of fun. So uh, one thing, I got a letter. We got our wish. Yeah, I got say we got a letter from Angela Fing. I oh. haven't gone through this yet, so I don't know if it's good. Uh, all right, let's see here. Are, do they have a note? I think it might just be, is this, is this just... A letter within a letter? I'm looking for any sort of note from them. Okay, here we go. Here we go. 
Dear Jack, BK, and Ben, hello from Japan. Hey. Actually, I'm from Sydney, but we booked our tickets the second the borders opened again. We were meant to go for our honeymoon in 2020, so I'm sending some postcards and park maps from Disney and Universal. Universal only had maps in Japanese, but Disney wasn't doing paper maps at all. Luckily, they had these postcards with all the attractions on them. So please accept these, both as postcards for your wall and park maps to add to your collection. Hashtag send annual pass to Japan part two. Yes, hashtag send annual pass to Japan. Oh, they have a, they have a second part. Oh my gosh, there's more to it. Oh. Part two of the postcards. I did my uh, IDCP back in 2013 and got to work on operations at Magic Kingdom on the Carousel and Philhar Magic. Oh, wow. The highlight was getting to touch Donald's fluffy butt. <laughs> He's uh, literally just his backside stored upstairs before he crashes in the wall at the end of Philhar Magic. Uh, all the Disneys are so far from Australia, so any Disney is home to me. I hope you all get to visit Japan soon and get to experience it at all yourselves. Thanks for everything. Uh, been watching Rooster Teeth the Sheep Hunter for over 10 years. Hashtag San Annual Pass to Japan. Yes! Angela. Thank you very much, Angela. Thank you. Uh, P.S. Added extra park maps from previous trips to the Asia parks. P.P.S. Hi, Katie. Oh, nice. Sweet. And they left an address here, so maybe we can send something back that is a long trip though but anyway I'll, let me hide this address so just nothing gets uh, seen uh we've got some postcards here let's see here we've got i'll, I'll give this to you i'll yeah, let you look at this we've got guide maps what? from shanghai disneyland from uh december 2019 oh man this is so cool i i this is this might be my first uh shanghai map and that's you can see right here so, so if you're watching youtube.com slash annual pass you can check this out and then very, very I've neat. I've got USJ over here, Universal Studios Japan. Oh, man. A little oh. Mario on the cover. They got Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Oh, they've got Tomorrowland with the uh, the Tron, the original Tron attraction in the background there. And then here is another. Oh, oh God, there's stickers. Stickers fell out. Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty's Christmas happiness. Uh-oh. BK, the day that we go to Japan, we should sit down and you and I should do an annual pass anime episode where we go over all the anime theme park rides that exist and we teach Jack about anime. Absolutely. 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 Sorry. I'm just going through it right now, looking at all the shows. All right. So this is Hong Kong Disneyland. And it also has a thing. So on the map, the, the middle part where the castle is, it says create your own Disney castle. It has a QR code. What? I, I'm going to have to check this out offline and yeah, maybe, you maybe do something it. with it. So this is this is wild. Thank you so much, Angela. This is so cool. There's also stickers here. Hong Kong Disneyland app with a little Mickey and Minnie. Oh, and then I've got I've got a little like uh, it's the it's the the alien dudes with a, a watermelon on their head for some reason. I don't know what's this going on so there. This is so cute. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, that is super cool. If you have anything you want to send our way like this, uh, you know, if you, if you happen to go to Japan, let us know. But uh, you can send it to Annual Pass, Care of Rooster Teeth Productions, 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. They got Monster Hunter? <laughs> we got we to gotta go over there. We got we to gotta reach out to Chris. Uh, Chris the Explorer. Jiu-Jitsu guys in the real 4D Monster Hunter Iceborne VR walk? I'm BK. sorry. I'm going through right? it right now. Okay? There's a whole, I am going like, through it right now. Sing on tour. There's a whole non-universal theme park, Universal Studios theme park that apparently is a island 
uh, for Dragon Quest, and you actually literally go there and do Dragon Quest quests and and sign up and do all like everything wow. from the video game. I want to go. Jack. I remember the original Dragon Quest. I played Jack, that on my take NES. Me, Jack. All right, let's let's go. Let's go. We'll go. We'll go to Japan. So, Jack, I can either brush up on my Japanese or I can start running a five k. I can only <laughs> one or the other. You gotta pick you one. Can, you can listen to like Babel while you're running. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. But. All right, well, that's going to pretty much do it today. BK, do you feel like you learned anything today, or did I lose you to anime? I think you might have lost me to anime. Nice, nice. All right. <laughs> uh, well, oh, yeah, I also need to ask you guys a question, because yes. when we do our live streams, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Uh, how about this? So we had a gentleman fall out of the attraction during uh, one of the openings of, of Jaws the Ride. I asked BK already, what would be your attraction? Let's say not roller coaster. So not like whipping out of a roller coaster, you know, so not Incredible Hulk or Velocicoaster. What attraction would you hate to fall out of mid-ride? I, me personally, it'd be something like living with the land. Like it'd have to be something slow where it's like, oh, how did I even do that? Just like more embarrassed and sad, like not dangerous, but it'd be like. It's a yeah. small world and then yeah, you're trapped on the ride. Oh, and then, oh, no, that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. So let us know in the comments over roosterteeth.com what attraction you would hate to fall out of during the ride. But that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much, everyone who tunes in and listens. Thank you, everyone who supports the show. Make sure to follow us on our, our, our social media. Make sure to grab some merchandise as well. We've still got the, uh, we've got the shirts. We have the little mini backpacks in store yes, as well. And backpack. I still need to work with our, our merchandise, merchandise department to get some uh, gifts for that or something. They got Snoopy and Elmo. Oh, Snoopy and Elmo? Our worlds collide. <sighs> We love you. Y'all have yourself a wonderful day. Bye, everyone. See ya.